Yeah, on Wednesdays, we talk NFL with the one and only. We're still recovering from Mark's uh, reappearance from last week. Mark Schlereth, NFL on Fox, Denver Sports, joins us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Mark, good morning to you. How are you, sir? I am doing great. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing well. Uh, your cheek-to-cheek story with Tom Brady went over huge with our audience. Have you recovered yet, man? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I still uh, occasionally wake up with hot sweats going on. So, but yeah, I'm 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 doing okay right now. I'm doing okay. Uh, I thought it was. I didn't think it was the greatest wild card weekend on paper. The games were much better than the paper matchups. What was your biggest takeaway from what we saw in, in weekend one of the playoffs, Mark? Well, I, I think uh, if we start with the last game first, hey, the Dallas Cowboys are as talented as just about anybody on the planet uh-huh. when it comes to their entire roster, both offensively and defensively. If Dak Prescott plays with the conviction he played with against Tampa Bay and lets it eat like he did, with that timing and that accuracy and the way he threw the ball – Dude, the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas, they could go on the road and beat anybody. Like, that's how good they were uh, on Monday night. I, I thought Jacksonville, to be able to come back after four interceptions for Trevor Lawrence and looking like absolute hot garbage, and to be able to do that, two things. One, an amazing job by Trevor Lawrence to put that stuff behind him and go out there and play, and a colossal collapse by the Chargers and by – Staley and that coaching staff, um, you, 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 you just can't lose that game. Yeah. So the, those things are just kind of kind of general takeaways. The Bills continue to turn it over. Um, you know they, that that concerns me a bit. The offensive line at Cincinnati concerns me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, San Francisco is is again one of the most complete teams in football. And I tell you, I, I love the versatility, the positional versatility. So every tight end on their roster can play the inline kind of Y tight end, the blocking tight end, or the F motion tight end. Their fullback can play fullback. He could play running back. He could play tight end. Like their tight ends could play fullback. Their running back can play wide receiver, and their wide receiver can play running back. Like it makes you communicate. It's a really like it's a really unique situation. Um, like I said, positional versatility, the way they, the way they operate. So I, I think they're, I think they're a really tough matchup. And then Brock Purdy has just been, you know, that kid's been remarkable. Yeah. Now, do you, let, let's stay on that for a minute. Cause that obviously has direct implications on the Cardinals and the NFC West. Brock Purdy has been unbelievable. Is he going to be one of these breakout stars? Do you see a legit impact franchise quarterback in that kid? Um, so far, now they're like I said, they're a really good. They're a really good football team, right? They've got a complete football team, which just goes to show you. You know, everybody tries to fix it um, by getting a quarterback, right? And overdraft more than anything else, overdrafting quarterbacks. Come on, and let's face it: like most of the quarterbacks who get picked in the first round are second and third round talents from years ago, but because because of the way the NFL has structured its rookie cap, its rookie minimum wage, or its rookie pay scale, they've been allowed, it's given the franchises the opportunity to just roll the dice and try to make somebody a legit NFL quarterback or, or an, drafting them in the first round. Because now all of a sudden you're not committing $78 million to them like you are to Mark Bra- or to uh, what was the guy's Bradford, you know, or, or uh, 
like or or, or uh, Russell from the Raiders back yep. in the days. Like now you now it doesn't cost you. It it doesn't hamstring your your franchise for the next seven years. So like there's a lot of these guys that we think are going to be look look at the. 2018 draft class. Sam oh, Baker Mayfield is he, is he legit? Is he a franchise quarterback? Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, you guys know about him. Oh yeah, like, like seriously. So it, it just is. It just is given you know ownership and it's given franchises an excuse to overdraft quarterbacks that don't really belong. So sure, the way he's played so far, he's been he's been great, but he's been playing for. Of just a stacked, really good football team. Mark Schlereth, our weekly NFL guest from Fox Denver Sports. He joins us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Away from the playoffs onto coaching search, uh, and you know, you're in Denver, they're looking for a coach. We're in Arizona, the Cardinals looking for a coach. A guy that's on both lists and a guy from your neck of the woods is Jero Evero, the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Um, and I know he's a candidate for both jobs, but you know, he's, 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 Inexperienced, just one year as the defensive coordinator, but what do you see from him in terms of being an NFL head coaching candidate at this point, Mark? Yeah, I think that uh, obviously it's always one of those things um, that you're concerned just because of the experience factor. He's a dynamic personality. He's a super smart guy. He's a really good guy. And let's let's face it, that Broncos defense played exceptionally well and they played well all season long, even though they had almost zero offensive support. So it, it just shows you the kind of coach and the kind of motivator and, and how he gets guys to play for him. But again, you know, the lack of experience. And I suppose it just it just is a, you know, it's a matter of, of where you sit as a franchise. Are you, have you hired a bunch of first-time head coaches that, that have, have failed for you, like the Broncos have, or like Arizona, let's face it. Um, You know, the last couple of head coaches that you've hired, the one that you had success with, um, the one that you had success with was, you know, Bruce Arians, who'd had success in the league. Now, I don't think he was, was he, no, he had the intern, intern. Yes, he took over for Chuck Pagano, right. Yeah, but I think it was his first time head coach in the NFL, right? And And he won coach of the year on that stint. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah, it just is, it's just really like, it's a really interesting dynamic. So I think there are a lot of, but you, you look at Sean McVay. I mean, Sean McVay rolled in. The, the Rams hadn't planned on hiring him. He just blew them away. I, I talked to their general manager. He's like, we just wanted the interview because we had heard great things about him. It really, we weren't thinking about going that direction. He came into our building. And, you know, I always say there's two types of people. Um, you know, those who energize the room when they walk into it and those who energize the room when they walk out of it. <laughs> and, and Sean McVay, he walks into a room and he just energizes the room. And he did that with the Rams. And they're like, we can't let him go. We got to make him our head coach. So if Ivero does that for you, then 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 why not? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'm curious. You're dead on on what the Cardinals need in terms of leadership, and and you've you've said it repeatedly on this radio show. Do you know anything about Frank Reich and or Brian Flores as how they might bring that kind of vibe that this team so badly needs? Yeah, I mean Frank Reich is a, Frank Reich is a like he's a great guy, and I think he's a really good football coach. And I think Brian Flores is a really good football coach as well. I would be more concerned probably with Brian Flores because um, just because of the the New England Patriot background, and and this is 
this is probably unfair, um, but yeah, those guys. Show me the one assistant that that's gone on and, and had great success that has come out of the Bill Belichick tree. Yeah, like they just they just haven't, and so that would be a big concern for me. Frank is a smart football coach. He's a, he's a he's a great he's a really good man. Um, but again, you know, I don't think he's one of those guys that. He's not going to be a raw, raw, you know, let's go fire everybody up guy either. You know, that's that's not kind of his nature yeah. as well. But like that would be that would if I was if I had to pick one, I, I'd probably pick Frank. Mark, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the uh, time. We'll talk to you again. Thank next you, week. man.